A meth lab was discovered at the Florida Welcome Center. A Florida woman ate the most wieners on the 4th of July. A Florida woman died and left her mansion and inheritance to seven cats. More than 200 new laws went into effect in Florida on July 1st. And the police found a baby raccoon and a glass pipe inside a Florida woman's backpack. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. They're all from the state of Florida. Obviously, it's Friday, and on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the universe, we only do weird news from Florida on Friday. We call it Florida Friday. Welcome. A mobile meth lab was discovered at the Florida Welcome Center. A meth lab at the Florida Welcome Center. Florida is becoming a parody of itself, my friends. This story is out of Nassau County, Florida. The Nassau County Sheriff's Office provided some assistance to the Florida Highway Patrol after a mobile methamphetamine lab was discovered at the I-95 Welcome Center on Thursday afternoon. The incident prompted the activation of a hazmat team, resulting in the closure of traffic to the Welcome Center and the evacuation of its premises. The Welcome Center is situated along Interstate 95 South, and it serves as a gateway for hardcore drugs. I'm sorry, a gateway for travelers entering Florida from Georgia. Well, you know, I can't think of a more Florida way to greet travelers entering Florida than a meth lab in the Welcome Center. I mean, this is very on brand for Florida. (laughs) Welcome! Would you like to begin your addiction now? (laughs) Or further along I-95? What could be a more Florida way of greeting travelers entering your state? Maybe shotgunning a beer with a baby alligator, a la the story I covered last week. The article says... Authorities were alerted to the presence of the mobile meth lab, prompting an immediate response from some law enforcement and emergency personnel. The hazardous materials team arrived on the scene to handle this volatile situation. As a precautionary measure, traffic to the Welcome Center was halted. Visitors and employees were evacuated to ensure their safety. The nature and extent of the meth lab, as well as any potential hazards associated with the meth lab operations, have yet to be disclosed. And I don't think you really need to disclose this. It's not a big secret of the hazards associated with a mobile meth lab. We've all seen Breaking Bad. We know the deal. I feel horrible for the visitors that had to be turned away. Uh, My advice to any visitors that are entering Florida, just turn around, bro. Just turn around while you still can. A Florida woman won the hot dog eating contest. I like to cover encouraging Florida stories whenever I can find them. They only happen about twice a year. Here's one of them. As you guys know, there's a very famous hot dog eating contest every July 4th in Coney Island. It's called the Nathan's Famous 4th of July Hot Dog Eating Contest. And we have a Florida woman who defended her title. Her name is Mickey Sudo. She continues her reign after forcing down 39 and a half hot dogs and buns to claim a ninth women's title in Nathan's famous 4th of July hot dog wiener eating contest. Uh, She beat Mayo Ibejara's 33 and a half hot dogs in 10 minutes in a contest that appeared to be much closer until the final count was announced. 
The unofficial real-time counter showed the two women tied throughout most of the competition, but a final count of the plates settled the score. And our Florida woman, Sudo, age 37, um, she says although she's disappointed in her winning total, she was happy that she could win her ninth title. She was nine hot dogs short of her all-time high, which is why she was a little humble about the experience. But, you know, you're a Florida woman winning anything, so I think you really need to uh, pat yourself on the back. She, she said the competition from the 27-year-old Ebi Hara had actually thrown her off uh, while she was eating the wieners. Here's a quote from her. She said, the first couple minutes I found myself just watching her, which I never do. I never want to do that. I never want to be distracted by the other competitors. Watching her, I I fumbled my hands. I got stuck with a big burp early on, but was able to correct it. (laughs) How? By just burping? How do you, do you swallow the burp? I don't know. I was never in a wiener eating contest. I don't know what you do with the burp. You can't really stop and then let out the belch, can you? I don't know much about it. I have met the man, Joey Jaws Chestnut, before when I was living in New York City. Joey won his 16th title in the men's division. He ate 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Uh, I met Joey Chestnut on a softball field in the morning after 4th of July because two players, they happened to be female twins that were on our team, had partied with him all night long after his, his wiener contest. And they hadn't gone to sleep. And they just dragged him to the softball game. He was still wearing what he wore <laughs> the previous day. And he had the, the, he had a medal around his neck still. So we all got to touch it and uh, take pictures with Joey Chestnut. Hung over Joey Chestnut. He was sleeping on the bleaches as we played softball. <laughs> he, he liked to party, that guy. He probably still likes to party. A Florida woman passed away and left her mansion to her cats. Seven very wealthy Florida Persian cats are beginning a new chapter in their life. Here's a quote from Sherry, who's the CEO of the Humane Society of Tampa. I've been doing animal welfare for a long, long time. This has been an overwhelming experience. I never would have thought it would have gotten such traction. The animal shelter took over the care of these seven felines after the Persians previous owner Nancy Sauer passed away. The Florida woman left her home, which is a mansion, and a six-figure inheritance to the pets, also known as the seven cats. Here's another quote from Sherry. Her husband died many years ago. Her adult son died years ago also. She was old, and her seven cats was her family. Her entire family was seven cats. That's all she had was seven cats. Big mansion. Seven cats. Now, the Humane Society would never have gotten involved in this situation if not for a call that they got regarding the state of affairs over at the estate. The executor of the state had been visiting the mansion and didn't like what he saw. Whoever was supposed to be taking care of the cats had put each cat in a big, big dog crate. They were left in the crates, which is not necessarily the cleanest environment, and cats usually don't operate so well being locked up inside crates. Sherry of the Humane Society and the executor of the estate, along with a judge, decided it would be best to find homes for these cats. 
The cat's six-figure inheritance from their late owner has been put into a restricted account meant for, meant for all their veterinarian bills, all their food, all their treats, all their toys. As people adopt the cats, they will pay for the vet care or they'll pay for the grooming and then they'll give us the receipts and then we reimburse them from the inheritance. And it goes for the rest of the cats' lives. They got this inheritance that we're going to use for their future. They got a lot of, it's a lot of inheritance. It's a lot, you know, six figures. It's going to, it's going to really make their lives very, very comfortable. Maybe they even want to, you know, take a trip to the casino or the Disneyland and, and it'll pay for that as well. Now, finding a home for these Persian cats has proved difficult because of too much interest being generated. We had over 200 applications for the seven cats. The shelter found ideal adopters for each Persian among the hundreds of applications and expects to have all the cats in their new homes by the end of the week. One of the Persians is an all-white cat named Snowball. Ooh, cute name, Snowball. Snowball found a home with Nancy's the Florida woman's old veterinarian who alerted the Humane Society to Snowball's severe heart condition. Sherry feels confident that she'll find loving homes just like Snowball found. Yeah, because people want that money, baby. They want, <laughs> they're going to be submitting receipts for their cable bill. <laughs> what is this, a vacation to Hawaii? Yeah, well, uh, the cat thought it'd be good to go to Hawaii. Cat's got some breathing problems, and um, it was the cat's idea. You know, I took my wife and my three kids as well because, you know, we're a family now with the cat. I'm hoping you'll be paying for that. This happy ending article has a quote from Sherry. Well, this is a great reminder that you don't have to be a millionaire, but if you have an animal that you love, you can make plans for it after you pass away. Florida has 200 new laws that just went to effect on July 1st. Some of them are rather concerning. They're all very Florida. One of which, very controversial, is permitless carry. Well, it says one of these new laws will allow guns to be carried almost anywhere in the state without a permit. So, sounds like a fun time. Police agencies across Florida are urging people to know the rules about what you can and can't do with firearms. Are there rules in Florida with what you can't do with firearms? It seems like you can do anything you want in Florida with a firearm. Uh, you won't be required to have a permit to carry it around. There are places, however, where you still cannot carry a gun, they say. It says you cannot bring your gun onto a flight unless, of course, it's in your checked luggage. You can't bring your gun onto school, college, or university property. Can't bring your gun into bars, courthouses, and government buildings. Can't bring your gun onto any private business where the property owner has prohibited them. Also, guys, it's a reminder, this is concealed carry. Your gun must be concealed from view, which means they got to be hidden in a holster, a bag, or a purse. Open carry is still illegal in the state of Florida, at least for this year. But that's probably going to change very soon as well, because Florida don't give a damn. Another new law is the six-week abortion ban. This law will ban abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. The law will make Florida one of the most restrictive states in the country for women's reproductive rights. How sad, how sad. <laughs> six weeks. Yeah, most people don't even realize that they're pregnant in six weeks. You got to really be on top of it. 
So basically no abortions in, in Florida, but I heard that there is a cruise ship off the coast, off the coast of the Atlantic where a doctor can perform an abortion for you if you're in trouble. There's going to be a gender or there is a gender transition ban as well. This Florida law outlaws gender transition care for minors. This went into effect. It will impose a penalty of up to five years in prison for doctors who violate this gender transition ban. A court also could also temporarily remove the children from their family's home if they receive gender affirming care at all. Another new law will, est- will establish the right for a health care provider to opt out of giving service because of a conscious based objection due to religious, moral or ethical beliefs. So it turns out uh, even if you're dying, you could be denied health care based on your ideologies. So if you happen to, I assume, not be a Christian, uh, some places might just let you die on the premises. <laughs> wow. Awesome, guys. Freedom! Yeah, right! Any fans of Rage Against the Machine? Another controversial change is in the area of educational laws in Florida. Yeah, surprisingly, Florida has an educational system. Uh, Diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives at state colleges and universities will be defunded by uh, this weekend. Also, public school employees are prohibited from calling students pronouns other than those matching their gender at birth. Also, the use of TikTok will be banned on devices owned by school districts and through Internet access provided by a district. The education laws cover classroom instruction. There will be a ban on sexual orientation or gender identity instruction from occurring in all grades K through 12. And also a law bars transgender people from using the school restrooms associated with their gender identity. As a lot of these laws fall into the world of bizarro land, I thought I would go and find some even more bizarre Florida laws. And here they are. It is illegal to sing in a public place while you're wearing a bathing suit in Sarasota. There is a law that prohibits unmarried women from parachuting on Sunday. Another Florida law forbids rats to leave the ships docked in Tampa Bay. I don't know how you arrest rats, but uh, there's also a law that uh, failure to tell your neighbor his house is on fire is illegal. It's also illegal to fish while driving across a bridge, (laughs) because I I always fish while driving across a bridge. Seems like a good place to just throw a rod out the window. It says here it is illegal to skateboard without a license in Florida. I don't know where you get a skateboarding license. I've never heard of it. It says, in Florida, women can be fined for falling asleep under a hairdryer, as can the salon owner. In Florida, you are not allowed to break more than three dishes per day. (laughs) Okay. Also, uh, men are not allowed to wear strapless gowns in public. Boy, drag queens really got it tough in Florida, I tell you. Uh, In the, the city of Cape Coral, you're not allowed to hang your clothes from a clothesline. All right. Uh, in Tampa, it is illegal to eat cottage cheese after 6 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> and you also cannot tie your elephant to a parking meter without paying a parking fee. So those of you that have pet elephants in Florida, you might want to be careful where you park it. A Florida woman is caught by police with a baby raccoon and a crack pipe. The adventures of Florida women continue. I had to end today's episode on a story like this. Clearwater, Florida.
A Florida woman was found with a baby raccoon in her backpack after the police searched her belongings during a bicycle stop. Oh, she's on a bicycle with a baby raccoon in her backpack. Maybe she thought she was picking up a Pokemon. <laughs> drugs, drugs are so good in Florida that you'll grab a baby raccoon thinking it's a digital Pokemon. According to the Clearwater PD, 43-year-old Lindsay Roadwald was stopped while riding her bicycle. Why? She was probably weaving and bobbing and uh, probably appeared to be under the influence. It says here she did not have her lights on on the bicycle in the evening. Maybe that's a, a law that you have to have a light on your bicycle. Probably a law that you can't ride around with a crack pipe and a raccoon as well, but let's keep reading and find out. While speaking with the police, she gave them verbal consent to search her backpack. It's strange. If you've got a raccoon in your backpack, why would you give consent to search that? Maybe she forgot there was a, back, uh, a raccoon in there. Maybe the raccoon fell out of a tree and landed in her backpack unbeknownst to her because she was on the crack or the meth. Let's find out. Officers found a glass pipe with crystal residue. Ooh, crystal residue. A field test indicated the presence of, dun -dun -dun -dun, surprise, methamphetamine. Maybe she got it at the Welcome Center. Florida woman Lindsay, star of the story, told the police department she forgot that the meth pipe was in her bag. She had used meth a few days earlier. Oh, as if that makes it totally legal. Oh, I didn't. I used it days ago. I forgot. I used it days ago. Upon further investigation, the baby raccoon was found in the woman's backpack. Police say it was about a week old. Uh, no other description on this. No answers here. Didn't they ask her about the, the raccoon? How that got in there? Oh, I forgot the raccoon was in there. I used it a few days earlier. Yay! Send in the drugs. How was the Florida Friday episode? I think we can give it a nice rating, at least two stars. Thank you very much. If you're listening on Spotify, you can write a review of it. Oh, why not do that? Leave a review on Amazon if you feel like you have a little time on your hands this weekend. I'd appreciate that. Been getting a lot of bad reviews on there lately. I don't get it. Come on now. Crack pipes and baby raccoons? What more do you want from a weird news podcast? I don't get people. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a nice weekend or you had one. And uh, I want to thank everybody who sent me Florida news the past 48 hours or so. Very, very helpful and much appreciated. Uh, if you guys would like to support the show, please consider joining the Patreon or buying Jonesy a coffee. Yeah, that's something you can do on my website, weirdafnews.com. It's a great way to show your love and support for a one-man production inside a closet. You can also download the Patreon app on your smartphone, do a search for Weird AF News, or click on the Patreon link in the description of this podcast. Yes, I'm going to keep this brief. I love you guys, and we'll see you on Monday, okay? Okay, okay. Good luck with your life, man. And if you're living in Florida, really good luck with your life. I mean, like, like seriously, good luck with that.